uh, a lot of fit people don't realize that stocks have long bear markets or long periods of time where the market moves sideways. When you factor inflation, um, it's it's uglier, right? Um, so what I did a previous blog post on and the previous podcast episode was about um, the, the, the shorter term cycles uh, within the big cycles, right? And it was specifically for cycles for the stock market. Um, but now I'm introducing the long-term bear market in stocks and what typically does well in bear markets, right? So what, what, what I did, I'm gonna reference some charts. These charts are gonna all be on uh, my LinkedIn um, posts, right? I write blog posts and articles on LinkedIn. So search Philip Washington Jr. on LinkedIn, check out my articles. This'll, this'll be there by the time you hear this, but it's gonna have, it's gonna have some charts, right? And it has a chart for the period of 1970s for stocks, oil, and gold. Charts from the 1980 from 1980 to 1999 for all for stocks, gold, and oil. Uh, it's going to have charts for uh, 2000 to 2011 for those three asset classes, and then a chart for 2012 to 2019. Right, those were uh, different long-term bull and bear markets for. Uh, stocks and commodities. And so what you'll see is in 1970s, again, 1970 to 1979, 80, that was a period of time where stocks went through a long-term bear market. But what you'll see when you look at um, the other charts of oil and gold, they did well, right? So they're inversely forward, um, inversely correlated for a good hedge against each other. Um, when the others in the, in, the, in the bear market, basically non-linear terms, they move opposite of each other uh, over long periods of time, right? So 70s was a time of commodities, but then you look at 1980s to 1999, and that was the big stock bull market, and, and then you'll see gold and oil uh, went down over that period of time. Then you look at 2000 to 2011, which was the next uh, bull market in commodities, and the next bear market in stocks where you made no money uh, to negative um, when you factor in inflation. And then you look at 2012, 2019, where stocks picked back up um, and commodities uh, didn't do well, right? And you can, and you can narrow it down and you realize it's, it's, it's stocks, but it's also a subset of stocks do really well um, in the stock bull market and it's growth stocks, right? So think of like, new economy type stuff, tech stocks, uh, new stuff. Those are the ones that carry the stock market, um, you know, and, and get a bunch of the returns in the stock market boom. Um, and then those are the ones that, that have historically uh, performed the least in the commodity boom. Because what ends up happening is you do have stocks that go up inside the um, commodity boom, right? So you'll see on the S&P 500 stocks chart, you'll see, there was a period from 03 to 07, 08 where um, the S&P did fine, but when you look at it from 2000 to 2011, it was down, right? Because it, it went from, from, from peak to peak. But internally, if you looked at what stocks are doing well in the commodity boom, uh, it was energy stocks, right? Stocks of companies that sold commodities. They did pretty well during that period of time. And what's not in the chart, but if you also looked at 
um, countries that are commodity rich, those countries also uh, did well during the commodity boom. So if you if you looked at a chart from um, 2000, 2011, um, Brazilian stocks or Canadian stocks, right? Commodity rich countries, those did well. And so what's what's the point? And by the way, you know, on the on I'm gonna ref, I'm gonna give you the reference for the charts that are on LinkedIn to go check out these charts, but it's from trading economics and Y charts, or get my charts if you want to do some research of different um, markets during that period of time. Uh, different commodities, different commodity-rich countries to see to see what I mean. Because I didn't do, I didn't want to chart you out and, and bore you to death. But you you can look at it and you can see. Okay, so why you do know and why this is important, right? Why why you do know that it's really hard to time the market in the short term. You know what I do as an investor is I say, okay, is the general stock market expensive? Uh, yes. Okay, what is it price to earn over the next 10 years, and I use 10 years because the longer you run a projection as far as what you think your investments are going to be worth, the more, you know, the, the better the prediction, right? If it's short term, I don't know, but over long term, you can be, you can be pretty, uh, pretty close in your estimation. And so you do, under, you know, I did a long term expectation of what the S&P 500 should earn over the next 10 years, and it's basically nothing. And you can look at all kinds of other reports, research affiliates. They all price the U.S. stock market, uh, which is a tech-rich um, um, country, um, um, and it's you know it's, it's priced to earn nothing. So when you so when you have historically had that uh, with the S and P 500, you know that cool. If I'm going to invest money, I'm, it's it's about the end of the stock market cycle and getting really close to. Um, the commodity part of the cycle, right? But if you look back at late 90s, the stock market got expensive, you know, um, relative to commodities in 96, 97, 98, depending on, you know, what you were looking at. So you have, you had investors, um, you know, like Warren Buffett and other, other greats who would not participate in um, the mania, you know, the end of the cycle where everybody was buying stocks that were worth less. Just, you know, just because they said tech, um, garbage stocks, I call them. Um, that, by the way, there's tons of garbage stocks out here right now. And they said, hey, we're not going to participate in that. And they underperformed the stock market for a couple of years because once you start positioning for the commodity part of you know, the long-term bull market in commodities, um, when you position for it, it doesn't mean because you position, they're going to go up uh, better than everything else. It just means your position means you got to wait, right? You got to be patient. It may take two months, it may take two years, three years, four years. Right? Things can be expensive for a long time because human psychology. Um, but you look at the odds and you say, okay, things are expensive, right? Well, other things that can kick up the commodity part of the cycle is political instability, you know, wars, uh, those can cause a spike, right? Uh, the, 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 the world slowing, which is happening, like countries are slowing down, economic, economic uh, growth is slowing down around countries with lots of debt in the system. So basically all the boxes are checked. Now you're just waiting on the catalyst, right? The catalyst could be, you know, growth really slows and then investors wonder how governments are going to pay back all the money they owe and they switch and put all their money in um, hard assets, commodities, or 
it could be there's some sort of war, some sort of you know, terror, fight, trade wars get bigger and bigger. That causes disruption in supply chains uh, or in a war and it, caught, and it messes up the oil, um, you know, how oil gets around. That increases prices. Then when prices increase, the cost of business goes up. People have to lay off some workers, right? And then that trickles down throughout the economy, puts us into a recession, and then you, uh, you roll, right? People say, I don't want to own this stuff. But now they're in a recession. They definitely can't pay back their loan, right? And this is self-reinforcing cycle. Here's my point. There are more odds in favor from every metric you look at, valuations, conflict around the world, to where it says, it makes sense to position your portfolio um, for the next commodity and the next stock market, uh, bear market, right? But this is just my two cents. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of the Hill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. You need to seek your own account for making purposes. Uh, no investment can be left otherwise stated. Uh, I don't know if this is valuable to you.